The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, hello to you and welcome to the masculine journey. I'll try to say that kind of like Sam does when he's <laughs> leading the show. Guys always wants to welcome people into the show, so we'll do the same. I'm Dennis Breeden. Just going to go around the table real quick and let you know who's here with us today. Uh, we've got Andy Thomas back. Andy was with us last week. Good to see you. We've got Jim Graham, our resident uh, preacher man, minister, <laughs> counselor, jack of all trades. And I think Master we have – uh, uh, do we have Sam on the phone yet, Howard? All right, Sam, we've got you. Yeah, Apologi- hey, there we are. Apologize to our listeners. We had a little bit of phone uh, technical difficulty there. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day down here at the coast. A beautiful day at the coast. Uh, make us feel yeah. jealous. Maybe that's why we yeah. couldn't hook up with him that quick. This is why he wants that's to call fair. in on the phone, so he can be a beautiful day on the coast. We feel for you, man. Well, we're going to get right to it here, Sam. Uh, what I would rather do is just kind of let you set up where we've been and where we want to go to today, because I wasn't here last week. But what I did understand was that we're trying to help guys out there, men, understand what it looks like, what it truly means to be a Christian man. And we touched on compassion last week. That's what we were uh, talking about. And this week, I think we we're heading towards uh, strength, which uh, sounds like it may be a a little the opposite, but maybe not. Well, you pretty much did the recap for me there. No problem. Let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, so you're exactly right. I think that, you know, it's not just for the men. Obviously, we do this show for men, but we also know that we have female listeners. Yeah. And I think that, you know, female listeners that are raising a son, female listeners that are married, you know, have a brother, father, you know, what does a Christian man look like and what things should they encourage in them Yes. when they see it kind of come out? Okay. So I think... And you're right. We, go ahead. No, you, sir. Uh, we did talk about compassion last week, and I think that most Christians know that, you know, a, a Christian man should be compassionate, but we went back and we really defined that. Yeah. And so if you didn't listen to last week's show, go back and listen to it on podcast at maskandjourneyradio.org. But this week we're talking about strength. Yeah. And I think in order to understand strength, we first have to understand what it's not. Right. You know, and Jim, before the show, we were talking about the what people think is a synonym with meekness and timidity or being timid. They're about as opposite as you can get, aren't they? They are. Uh, timidity basically is rooted in fear. And I think we've all experienced that. But meekness, and you'll often hear, you know, gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Well, he was gentle when it was called for. He was mild when it was called for. And he was meek, which is not timidity, and it's not being a coward. Meekness is strength that is under control. Mm. And he was always meek, even when he was exercising that strength and activity and correcting those that needed correcting. So before we take a look at that a little deeper, Sam... Why don't we go to an example of someone who doesn't sound like any of those things? And maybe he's, 
maybe he's a little closer to what uh, people out there may look at as being a strong man. Uh, just to briefly set this clip up, I think we've used parts of it before. Uh, we usually have to do a little editing, but it's from the movie City Slickers, I believe, and they're having a career day for dads. And this guy's in here, and this is how he uh, talks about his job. And we got the area roped off, you know, so that some schmuck don't walk through there and take a wrecking ball between the eyes. <laughs> All of a sudden, this woman, you know, with the big dark glasses, the Bloomingdale bags, she starts walking right through the ropes. I yelled down at her, hey, you can't go there, you... <laughs> and suddenly, this big steam fitting bursts, and this enormous crane crashes right down on her legs. And she's screaming, my legs, my legs. And I say, you got a 2,000-pound crane on it. <laughs> now, do you know how in an emergency you could get, like, superhuman strength? Huh? I reach down, and I lift this crane. And Ernesto was able to slide her out from under. And the doctors were able to save her legs. So the moral is, don't walk where you're not supposed to walk because there may not be somebody with superhuman strength to save you. <laughs> and don't do drugs. That's it. So Sam, I've met... Let's cut him off. I've met that guy 850 <laughs> times in my lifetime at least. So uh, Yeah, what? I'm sure I probably have this week. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that all about? What is that presenting there? Well, you know, when I look at that, and, and honestly, you don't want to judge anyone else. That's not really the intent. But it's not hard to see that Mr. Morelli here obviously didn't lift, you know, a 2,000-pound car. You know, and so he, there, there's posing going on here. There's positioning. There's this false sense of strength. Yeah. That he wants people to, to get from him that, you know, anyone can really see through if you really just look at it. Yeah. And I wonder sometimes, heading back to what Jim said a few minutes ago, I wonder if some of that type of posing strength is born out of insecurity as well. Andy, what would you say to that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, we see that a lot. We see it. Uh, you do see um, the proper disciplines and examples of strength, but you see in this day and age so many poor examples or counterfeits or somebody posing because of their insecurity. Um, in this day and age, you've got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you see in the movies that portrays masculinity and being macho, but mm -hmm. it's really, a lot of times it really is born in a, in, based in security we like mm -hmm. to see insecurity that is we do like to see strong examples the gr the brave hearts the gl uh, gladiators those examples where people are standing up and doing the right thing and the strength in that but uh, we see the opposite of that so much in society today yeah so sam let's come back around from that clip and can we get a glimpse of uh where we are here so far with uh what a christian man with strength looks like well, I think we're still looking at what he's not. You know, one of the clips that we could have used, which uh, if, if you've seen Monty Python, is the it's not a it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's another way that, that guys you know show strength. They think is by not letting things get to them. You know, not showing their human side. Right. And I think when you look at those things and you say, okay, where do I see in Scripture that Jesus did any of that? Yeah. And you can't find it. So now we're coming back to, Jim, we're coming back to uh, it's based on our model Jesus. Well, and Andy had a great comment before the show in that 
he was talking about, we were talking about the strength of Jesus, but he said, uh, Sam sort of triggered this, when Jesus went to resurrect, well, to raise Lazarus, mm-hmm. he knew what was going to happen, and yet in that moment he wept, and he talked to Martha and Mary in a very loving way. He wasn't being tough. He mm-hmm. was being open. We would call it vulnerable today, but is, was Jesus ever vulnerable? Yeah, maybe to Satan, but <laughs> but it really is. There's a strength in, and you had compassion last mm-hmm. week, but there's a strength in doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah, and the only way we do that is following Jesus right. and going for those cues. Right. I want to see from our producer, Howard, do we have time to run that uh, second clip before we go to break? I just want to make sure on that because I wanted to go ahead and hit that uh, based on where we are right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a shot at it. Sam, I think we're going to run this clip from Hacksaw Ridge, and uh, I'm just saying all this out loud because we're this is how we kind of get guided along with this show. Uh, God's taking us in this direction. You want to set up this clip real quick? Yeah, this is actually the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge, and what you're going to hear in here is the person, I can't remember his name, that, that is the lead character. Desmond Doss. Desmond Doss. Desmond Doss, yeah. and the strength that he has that is true strength as it plays out through the clip. Okay. What was your delay, Captain? We're waiting, sir. Waiting for what? Private Doss. Who was Private Doss? I was dreaming about being a doctor, but I uh, didn't get much school. I can't stay here while all them go fight for me. But you figure this war is just going to fit in with your ideas? While everybody else is taking life, I'm going to be saving it. And that's going to be my way to serve. This is a personal gift from the United States government designed to bring death to the enemy. I'm sorry, Sergeant. I can't touch a gun. You don't kill. No, sir. You know, quite a bit of killing does occur in war. Private Doss does not believe in violence. Do not look to him to save you on the battlefield. I don't think this is a question of religion. I think this is cowardice. I fell in love with you because you were like anyone else. You're saying you could go to prison. I don't know how I'm going to live with myself if I don't stay true to what I believe. With the world so set on tearing itself apart. Doesn't seem like such a bad thing to me to want to put a little bit of it back together. Private Doss, you are free to run into the hellfire of battle without a single weapon to protect yourself. I'm going to get you home. There's something you got to see. Who did this? That's the car. We have to go back up tomorrow. And they're not going to go up there without you. Help me. Lord, trust me. You better come home to me. Please, Lord. Help me get one more. Help me get one more. If you've seen the movie, you know the backstory behind that, and we're going to have to take a break here in a moment and just come back on the other side of the break and talk more about this clip. 
But uh, I'm hearing a guy that sounds like he's going to be pretty timid and he's not going to back up his guys and things are not going to go well for him. And uh, But I think we're going to see a, a kind of different guy come out on the other side of this and maybe get a vision of uh, what it means to be a strong Christian man, Sam. So we'll uh, come back and talk about that. We've got another clip we want to share with you. You're listening to the Masculine Journey radio show. We're happy that you've joined us. We've got a boot camp coming up this November. I believe it's the 9th through the 12th. For information on that, you can log on to MasculineJourney.org. Again, that's MasculineJourney.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Sam, this November boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life. I talk to a lot of men, they're saying... They say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things. They don't know how to behave as Christian men. God designed us for freedom, and it's coming up at this boot camp. It is. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register now. Just $169 early bird pricing for four amazing days. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register now. All right, who snuck that in? First of all, I want to thank I want to thank Eli and Sam and Robbie for straightening me out on that. It is MasculineJourneyRadio.org. It's been a while since I sat here, so make sure we get that straight, first of all. Sam, I understand the Village People is one of your favorite groups from the 70s, so I wanted to throw that in there. Macho Man. Yeah, well, just, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's Robbie's ringtone. Yeah, no kidding. It, remi- it reminds us of the old days. Uh, there's a reason why I threw that in there, because I think that's, uh, you know, back then they were talking about, you know, having having the body built up and everything. And I think sometimes in our world today we still look at it that way. The macho man is the guy that's all got all is all pumped up, and sometimes some Christian men do that too. But They did spend a lot of time at the YMCA. Yeah, I think that was for another reason, but we won't get into that today. But it's kind of the antithesis, if that's the correct word to use, uh, the Jim can correct me on that, I'm sure, but it, of of what uh, maybe what a, a strong Christian man would look like, particularly if we're looking at the uh, person of Jesus. Now, getting back to the Hacksaw Ridge clip, Jim, uh, totally different guy comes out on the other side of this thing. He shocks everyone in his uh, in what he does in this battle, and uh, it's not some of what we heard there. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the movie, shame on you. You should. <laughs> yeah. But spoiler alert, Desmond Doss, if you look at him, is the proverbial wimp. I mean, they made fun of him. He had a horrible time going through basic. Uh, He almost went to prison instead of going to war, but they finally recognized that, you know, that was the best thing to do was let him go as a medic. And he is the epitome of the meekness. He had the Mm -hmm. strength of his convictions, the strength of his God, and he 
never he never backed off of those convictions mm-hmm. and what he did you get to watch the movie to see if you haven't heard the history but the most impressive thing about this story is it was a very well done borderline mm-hmm. documentary of mm-hmm. Desmond Doss yeah. yeah and and Andy you were talking last week on the compassion side about doing something for the right reasons and standing mm-hmm. for something you know th- this guy is showing that in a in a and a picture of strength, really. Ultimately, he's showing that he's uh, he's he stuck to his convictions. Mm-hmm. He stuck to his principles, his morals, his faith. Probably right. more so than anything, he was actually praying to the Lord to right. let him go in and get another guy. So, yeah. how do we mesh that all together between compassion and strength? Well, the first the first thing, uh, the obvious thing, was to see his strengths. Where I thought we would go with this is his strengths in just being up on the hill. To basically, he was a medic that saved a lot of guys. Not to be a spoiler alert, but that's essentially <laughs> the gist of, of the movie. But really, the strengths that I noticed, uh, more so of what you guys have been talking about, is uh, is for the convictions that he had. Those convictions came from a very strong experience he had early in his life, and I'm not going to spoil that. But it was based on something where he began to value life a lot more than what he had, mm. and that bled over. And he, I think he had made a commitment to God that he would never be one to take life, only to save life. And that's mm. the way it is. And that, to me, it's a perfect example of Jesus, because Jesus told us to lay down our arms, you know, and to sacrifice, and that's what Jesus did when he went to the cross for us. Now, Sam, th- thanks, Andy. Now, mm-hmm. Sam, this makes me feel very uneasy, because uh, I watched the movie at the boot camp, uh, I felt uneasy when I watched it because I was sitting there imagining uh, how in the world I could be a, per- a man like that that would have the strength and the courage to do what he did. And, uh, you know, we wake up in the morning sometimes and we go through Ephesians 6 and we talk about, hey, we're in battle here and uh, we've got a battle to fight and uh, the, we know who the enemy is and we've got to fight him this day. My life, in comparison to what this guy did, has been nothing close to that. So I'm trying to wrap my hands around what it what it would look like for me to be a man of, of strength, a Christian man of strength. I'm thinking that I might not be the only one out there that would think, you know, my life really hasn't measured up to that thus far. What does that mean? Can you, can you help us with that at all? Yeah, I think, first of all, you don't measure against anyone else. Okay, I amen. Mean, you can't do That's that. Good point. Every, Everybody's path is their path, and I think, you know, we all have Desmond Doss moments. Mm-hmm. They may not look the same, and we may not be called to it, but God's going to call us into places that are uncomfortable, places that people won't understand, places that even maybe might be opposed or usually is opposed, mm-hmm. right? Those are all very similar. Now, they may look different, you know, the, the situation, but it's still where we have to submit to God and yeah. trust that he has her. Well, and that's uh, again, Jim. That picture of Jesus. I mean, not 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 one of fear that we saw. I mean, I don't recall seeing fear in him. I recall him having to fight the enemy on a regular basis, quite a few times. It seemed like it, he wasn't. And Sam hit on a point that really strikes me too. Never comparing himself to anyone else, just seeking the will of his Father. One of the greatest freedoms in my life, coming out of. Uh, wild at heart was getting to the point where I was my father's son but I had a great father I had to work hard to find father wounds 
but I never felt like I could measure up to what my father was. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to. Sam brought out a point, if you get nothing else out of this show, you don't have to be, you're not supposed to be somebody else. You don't have to do what this person did because that was the right thing to do. And in religion, we get stuck in that trap. I, I've got a pastor friend that prays that prayer daily, just one more, and he's a wonderful evangelist. Mm-hmm. And went to Peru with him on a mission trip. Now, he said, you know, you need to engage the person next to you and make sure they know mm-hmm. Christ. And I did it. I was going to win souls to Christ. Every single person I sat next next to on three different trips, so six plane trips, were either pastors or part of a mission group <laughs> that was going down there. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't mm-hmm. called to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And I have to be in the moment as Jesus was throughout his life here of addressing what God puts before me yeah. when it's there. Hey, Dennis? Yes, sir. You know, I think we were talking, Jim and, and Andy, before the show about, you know, it's, it's hard to compare to Jesus. Jesus was perfect. Yeah. Right? So let's look at, you know, David. You know, Jim, I know you had some thoughts on David. David had the strength, even though he, he elapsed at times. But what's in times that David showed strength? Hmm. Well, one of the things we looked at with David was he had the opportunity to kill Saul on more than one occasion, Mm -hmm. and he did not take it because God gave him that strength to trust God with the outcome. Mm -hmm. And by the same token, David had opportunities to with Absalom and Mm -hmm. things that happened in his family life to show strength, and he wimped out mm-hmm. and paid a price for them. Yeah. So, and we all have those same decisions. We can follow God and let Him win the battle, or we can do it our way, and that might work for a while. But chances are, it's not going to work long, and yeah. we'll get bloodied doing it. Yeah. And Sam, I think one of the things we were talking about earlier today, and I think you mentioned the Holy Spirit taking you. To certain places, and I mentioned Second Timothy one seven. That kind of strikes me that you know Paul is trying to tell Timothy, Timothy that we were not given a spirit of fear; we we're given a spirit of courage, we we're given a spirit of love and discipline and self control. And you were talking about allowing the Holy Spirit to take us somewhere. You talked about that on last week's show. Can you reflect on that again in this whole look at uh, the strength of it in a Christian man? What that looks like? Well, I, I guess I could tell you quickly about a time that it didn't uh i wasn't strong initially you know i've had times when when god has called me to forgive someone mm-hmm. and 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 these are the conversations sadly i've actually had with god of god i'm good with you forgiving them you're, you're god you're supposed to forgive them. <laughs> yeah. i don't want to forgive them you know and i know it's better for my heart and i know that it's going to break bitterness but it eats at me until I finally submit and forgive, and I get freedom in my heart. And that's a Holy Spirit continually prompting, yeah. continually saying, you know what the truth is here, or help me guide you to a new truth. Because I can't think of a single time in Scripture, and Jim, you may know, or Andy or Dennis, where someone submitted to the will of God, and it didn't work out. <laughs> mm. 
Sort of depends upon your definition of working out. I mean, <laughs> well, if you true. look well, at from say. a secular perspective, <laughs> the uh, none of the apostles really came out that well. But well, I didn't say it worked out good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was, to, and I want to share this just off the top of my head that I I was looking at some clips to use this week, and one of the things I looked at was the movie Greater. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie yet. It was about to walk on at the University of Arkansas. I think his name was Brian Burlsworth. But anyhow, Sam, he ended up being drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. So I don't know if you remember that or not. But (laughs) there's something that struck me about him. This this guy was actually killed in a car accident right after the first Colts minicamp. This was like back in 1998, I think. It's been almost 20 years ago. But the whole story was based around the strength and courage that he showed being first called a fat boy when he was younger and, and being told at Arkansas that he w- didn't have a chance of playing on the football team, a, a combination of his work ethic, his his dedication to God, his study of Scripture, his dedication to his mom, uh, walking through all these things. And they said that probably – Bill Polian said this about him after he had passed away, and you know Bill Polian was involved with the Indi- Indianapolis Colts. He said – Here's a guy at 22 years of age that probably had more of an effect on people in his death and after his death than he did during his life because everything for him had it had eternal implications, which was what we were going to get at with this gladiator clip, that strength means, you know, what am I doing in the moment? What am I doing today to walk like Jesus Christ? Does that make any sense at all? Absolutely. It does. You know, and I think that just knowing... I'm, I'm having trouble having the words here. It's okay. I pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that, I, I, Jim, touch on it real quick. Well, uh, what we need to do is recognize things from the eternal perspective. What looks like a success for us may not be, yeah. but it can be a success for God. And if we're following Him... He's responsible for the outcome, not yeah. us. That's right. Well, folks, as usual, we just scratched the surface on all this. Uh, give you some food for thought, some things to pray about, to go to the Lord about this week and talk about. We appreciate you joining us for the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We do have the boot camp coming up in November. Uh, go online, MasculineJourneyRadio.org. You can check that out, find out some things about us. We have all the podcasts there going back three or four years. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you next time.